0: This is a Sono India production and you're listening to Pride and Prejudice. Divan and Dia are a young couple in their mid-twenties. They grew up across the street from each other in the same neighborhood in Kolkata. And one night, they eloped together to build a life of their own.
1: Actually, on the second floor, there is no grill. It's like an open balcony. Right in the middle, there is a Tata Sky disk. So I held on to the Tata Sky, and there was a cornice there. So I held that and climbed down to a window and got down from there.
2: Late at night, like a thief. <laughs>
0: Hi, I am Surya Dappa Mukherjee and I'm reporting for this episode of Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice is our show on all things LGBTQIA+. This is part two of our two-part Valentine's special mini-series for this month of love, where I speak to queer couples about their journey. Today we will be hearing from Shoma, whom everyone calls Dia, and Divan Mundul. I spoke to them in Bengali, so their voices have been dubbed.
1: My name is Dipan Mondol, I haven't medically transitioned yet. It hasn't happened due to some issues, but I want to do it soon. Right now, however, I am, I am happy with my partner. I hope it lasts forever. That's all I can say.
2: I'm Shoma Mondol. Everyone knows me as dear. With him, if you count everything, we have completed five years together. I'm good. I'm staying away from my family. Because people don't accept this relationship so easily. I'm in touch with them, but we say separately and we are good.
3: Divan is a trans man and Dia is a cis
0: woman. Although they have known each other all their lives, this is not either's first relationship. Divan says earlier he had no idea what queer, trans or LGBT is. In school, girls would like him, and he would like them back. It was as simple as
1: that. When I was studying in school, I didn't really understand or even know about this subject. Like queer, lesbian, gay. I really didn't know these things. At the time, things would happen just in the thrall of emotions. Between friends. At first, you like someone and then you fall in love. Because I would do programs at school. So that's how some people would be drawn to me. Then a lot of girls would tell me they like me. So that's how I knew this happens. So my previous relationship started like that in my school days.
2: I used to only like cisgender men at first. I had been in relationships with two cis men. And then after that, suddenly I fell for Diban. My mind changed. I started liking him. I liked him having known everything. Now I don't like Sismen at all.
1: My house and Bia's house are right next to each other. There is just a street of 5 feet in between. So she proposed to me and I took some time.
2: I would see him because we lived next to each other. He was in a relationship at the time, but it was in such a bad state. But I liked him. I had fallen in love with him and I had to let him know. I couldn't keep it within me anymore, no matter what happened. So I wrote him a letter saying, see. You enter a relationship with me or not, I won't be upset because you are in a relationship already and I love you knowing that and I will always love you like this. But he wasn't ready at the time, so he didn't say yes. Then many days later, when I was going out here and there talking to different people, then I saw that he was reacting to it. Like, why are you going here? Why are you going there? So I told him, see, you said no to me. So why does it matter to you where I'm going or what I'm doing? Then many days later, he said yes to me. That's how our relationship began. And because we live so close to each other, that is why we had to face everything a lot more. Whether it's his family cursing at us or same from my family. So facing a lot of these things, I could not take it anymore. My mother was saying awful things to me. When they would say such things about him, I would feel bad. Like, why would you say anything about him? You can say whatever you like about me.
0: Then one night, Dia asked her mother for permission to adopt a puppy. Her mother disapproved, but somehow brought her relationship with Diban into the argument. Dia says that was the last straw. She packed her
2: clothes that night. I was so angry. I took my clothes and stepped out. I was like, I don't know where I will go, but I will not stay here. I went outside and sat for a while. I thought I would go back, but then I thought for a while and decided it can't go on like this for long. They were looking for a groom for my marriage. In fact, once my wedding date had been set, but I cut it off somehow. So Divan called me at the time and then he came out to meet me. He asked what my plan was. I told him that if you can't take me away right now, you can't have me anymore. Because the situation has changed. He thought I would relent once I calmed down, but no, I had made my decision. I went back home, and then after midnight, I sneaked out somehow, hiding from my brother and mother. Then Diban jumped from his balcony with a lot of difficulty and all. He came down, and then we left on our journey.
3: So, balcony to go to Bollywood.
0: <laughs> For Diban, his home life had become a nightmare even before his relationship with Dia. He says when he was little, his parents would dress him up in boy's clothes. Because before him, they had a son who died as a two-year-old. And Deban looked exactly like him. But when he started asserting himself as a boy, that is when things turned ugly. Dia shared his experiences. Trigger warning, the next minute has descriptions of transphobic abuse. Please skip ahead if needed.
2: Trans people face a lot of things and he has been tortured a lot at his house. They would tie him up, they would give him injections to drive him mad. His mother would call him Hijra as a slur to insult him and she would threaten him all the time. And then after he entered a relationship with me, his mother started praying to his photo as if he was dead. I don't know what she was doing. She would put his photo on a throne for idols, worship it with Agarbati and put food for it to show that he
1: is dead a lot of things have happened they wanted to show me that they have brought me into this world and they can break me if they want i have no worth of my own so that is what they always wanted me
2: to know <laughs>
0: The night he eloped with Dia, Diban had only 40 rupees in his pocket. He was working at a garment store and his salary hadn't come in yet. They took a bus away from their homes and then sat on the road till early hours of the morning. They had no plan and no money, so they thought long and hard about where they could go. They had a few trans friends they spoke to on Facebook. They had never met in real life, but these friends called around to find someone the couple could stay with. They hopped from one house
3: to another.
2: Then we went to Krishnanagar to find Abhiraj's place. We really didn't know him at the time. Abhiraj is great.
1: His family is great too. His mother is really supportive. Auntie is so friendly. She would just say she will talk to her families to get them to understand.
2: We stayed there for two nights, and then we thought we should leave. His family is not financially well off, so it didn't feel right to depend on them for too long. We asked Abhiraj if he could connect us to an NGO or something for shelter.
3: Abhiraj
0: connected them to trans activists in Jadavpur, one of whom had a flat they could live in. By the time they got there,
3: it was 10 p.m.
2: At the time, we had no money. We had eaten in a few places because we got hungry. So that money was over. Then they asked us if we had money for food. We said no. They immediately took out a 100 rupee note and said they didn't have more, but we could get some food with that. The fact is that we got shelter was enough at that point. Salt is 25 rupees and we had 50 rupees remaining. So we had to think, let's at least get rice and potatoes We will have it without salt. But we didn't know how terrible boiled potatoes and rice are without salt. We were literally crying in our plates. Couldn't really swallow that food. After that, we had puffed rice for lunch, dinner and breakfast. There was no money for rice Uh, grains.
0: The person who gave them shelter realized that they were struggling and told them to speak to Raina Roy, another trans activist. They met Raina at a workshop.
2: We met Raina Di. There was a workshop. We didn't know Raina then. We didn't know anyone. We met her, we talked, she listened to everything and without a second thought, she immediately gave us thousand rupees. She told us to manage with that for some time. That thousand rupees was heaven. We couldn't believe we had that in our hands. And the fact that we could buy any groceries we wanted was heaven. I could struggle because of my family background. I was used to it. But his family is financially more comfortable. So it was hard for him to eat like that. And then Raina helped us continuously. Every time she would visit, she would give us 500 or thousand rupees. Even when we had money, she would tell us to keep it. We had even said one day that we'll repay everything. Now she says, forget money, will you be able to return
3: the time?
0: They lived in the Jadavpur place for a year. During that time, surrounded by the community, they learned about queer identities, pride works, etc. for the first time. Ranjita Sinha, a trans activist, told them about Wow Momo recruiting trans workers. So Diban got a job there. Raina helped Dia find a job too. But
3: the pandemic took those jobs away.
2: Right now, I'm not able to find a job at all. And to be honest, we don't have a lot of qualifications. Both of us failed 10 standard board exams. And now, from his connections at Vav Momo, he found a job at another fast food outlet. He gets 6,000 rupees salary. Now, because of this situation, I can't find work anywhere. Wherever I'm calling, they're asking me to call later because of the pandemic or because they're asking for qualification. So I'm not able to do anything. A queer NGO is conducting a beautician course online, but I don't have good enough phone for online classes. So I'm stuck there too. The 6,000 rupees salary is used for 2,300 rupees rent, bills and everything. Only we know how we are managing
3: everything. Divan gets only two days
0: off in a month. So Dia spends most of her time alone. I asked her if this affects
3: her mentally.
2: I feel this completely. Staying alone all day is difficult. A job is really necessary to keep oneself busy. Then you don't have time for all these negative thoughts in your head. You're not sitting and pondering about what you're missing in your life, what is wrong with your life. I also think that when you have two incomes, the bond is stronger. But when the money is less, there is something I've realized over the years. There is some anger. And it bubbles up during fights. Even though we love each other a lot, love and money are both needed. When both are balanced, a relationship can be beautiful. And staying home alone, I think about all these things all day. So when he gets home at the end of the day, we are both stressed out for different reasons and we get into fights. So there's a lot of mental pressure. In the future, his dream or his wish is to transition medically, but we can't proceed as we can't afford it because we don't have the support from his family at all. We can't get support in any way. Whatever is to be done, we have to do it ourselves. So I really need a job or we won't be able to do these things. Because you need a large sum of money for this. He gets depressed sometimes because he can't get it done. He's getting older and recovery might get more difficult with age. So for the future, he needs to transition and I need to get a job. And we have no hopes or expectations from anyone. Whether they accept us or not, we will do everything ourselves and live like this only. We have been able to come this far.
3: Anyone who
0: has ever been in a relationship can tell you that fights are part of the package. But couples like Dia and Diban, who have left their homes have no safety net, no guidance and no one to turn to. When you have to fight so much to be together, fighting with each other can feel like the end of the world. Both of them are now in touch with their families again, but it's not smooth sailing. Her mother still tells her to move back home. She has visited a few times, but comments from her brother and from neighbours make her uncomfortable. Divan says that visiting home for even five minutes is unbearable now for him. His nieces and nephews are taught to call him auntie, not uncle. His family still tries to assert that he's not a man. I said to Dia, if she could ask anything to older queer
3: couples who have done this before, what would she ask?
2: I know some senior people in the community. I am acquainted with them. I just need to know how to adjust and live together or how to maintain a mutual understanding. Because if they could do it, we can too. We have to support each other in every area of life. When we make decisions, we consult each other only. Because we don't have that family support. There is no one else we can rely on. Whatever needs to be done, we have to do it ourselves. So how to control these facts and how to maintain peace, that is what I want to learn.
0: I spoke to the couple on one of band's rare off days before Valentine's Day. At the end of our conversation, I asked the couple if they had any special Valentine's plans.
2: There
1: are no plans as of now. I don't know what we can do as I have to work that day. So let's see.
2: So his friend lives nearby, just in front of our house. He just had a top surgery 2-3 days ago. Because he just had his surgery, we have some responsibility towards him. He's a very close friend. So we have to spend a bit there, even if it's only a little. And maybe we can't celebrate Valentine's Day in a big way this time. See, I believe that if there's love in your day, then every day is a Valentine's Day. Even if he gives me a 5 rupee chocolate, it makes me very happy. I feel very happy that he has given me something. That is enough.
3: I'm
2: Thank you for listening to this episode of Pride and Prejudice. If you like this episode, please rate this podcast or leave a comment. Underreported and underrepresented stories can become mainstream only if it reaches more people. So, please support us by visiting our contributing page on our website sunoindia.in or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.